this episode of A Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life is sponsored by Lifestyles Coffee. If you haven't had Lifestyles Coffee in your life, then you haven't really had coffee. I'll be honest with you. I always just drank coffee as a wake up. I've done it for years and years and years. When I worked corporate, I would have multiple coffees in the morning. I would need coffees in the afternoon. Any meeting that I was in, I would need coffee to help me keep my eyes open. But it never really made me feel that good and it always left me kind of needing more because I just honestly wasn't feeling a huge wake up from it. And I just thought it was because I drank so much of it and that my body was getting used to it. But the fact is is that I was just drinking toxic coffee. For those of you who don't know, when you're getting coffee, A, when you're getting it off the shelf or in bulk or at places like Costco or even just your typical grocery store, stuff like Folgers, that coffee is months old. It's been sitting on the shelf for months. If you talk to a coffee expert, like the founder of Lifestyles Coffee, who is a friend of mine, his name is Tyler, he's a great guy. If you're local to the Okanagan, make sure you pop in in Lake Country and say hello to him and have a chat once the quarantine is over. Um, He really helped educate me about how fresh coffee should be consumed within one month. So that shit coffee that you're getting off the shelf, it is not fresh. Not to mention, coffee is actually filled with pesticides, herbicides, and mold toxins. In Canada, there's a lot more regulations than there are in the States in regards to the amount of mold toxins that can be in any coffee. But even places like Starbucks, you guys, that coffee, it's not really good for you. It might wake you up, but it's also going to make you crash. And if you know about mold toxins, you know that mold in any shape, way, or form is not good for your body, is not good for your health. So, Why are so many people kicking their day off with toxic coffee, with a hot toxic drink? Because they feel like it's going to wake them up. Tyler really helped me open my eyes um, in regards to coffee. And so when I switched to Lifestyles Coffee myself, um, specifically their Eden Roast, which I love so much because it has lion's mane mushroom in it and organic cacao, man, it's like a whole different ballgame. I went from someone who wanted coffee just to wake me up in the morning to someone who like enjoys the entire experience. I don't even make it in my coffee machine anymore. I have the little fancy drip thing that you get off Amazon for like $25 and I make my coffee and I enjoy the whole process. You guys, honestly, you need to try it out because not only will you taste the difference, but you're gonna feel the difference. The lion's mane mushroom and cacao in the Eden Roast really helps give me so much mental focus and clarity to kick off my day and just helps me it helps me huge so I want you to try Lifestyles Coffee I want you to go to their site there's free Canadian wide shipping on orders over $55 right now and there's free Okanagan shipping on orders over $35 so you can go to lifestylescoffee.com to check that out you can use code ALLI A-L-I for 15% off your order today so go to lifestylescoffee.com check everything out try the Eden Roast that's definitely one that I recommend and yeah let's dive into this episode You're listening to A Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life, a podcast that inspires individuals to step outside their comfort zone and into their true passion. I'm Alicia Ward, an average girl with a less than average background who has created a successful multiple six-figure business with no more than a high school education. 
I am ready to share my journey and knowledge with as many others as I can with the intention to impact and give confidence to anyone with the desire to follow their calling, but are being held back by their limiting beliefs. If you're looking to improve your life, business, and relationships, this is the podcast for you. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought to help you get the inspiration and actionable tips you need to make it happen. Let's get started. Welcome to episode number 52 of A Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life. So grateful to be here with you all. Happy Monday. Um, and the winner, I want to announce the winner of the review contest. I'm going to do this every week, you guys. There will be a new winner every Monday, so get your reviews in. If you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, it's easy peasy to do. Rate, review, um, I'll be doing a draw every week, so running today, Monday to next Monday. Um, everyone who leaves a review will be put into a draw, and then I draw the winner. If you don't have an iPhone and you listen to this on Spotify or something, um, then I, w- I don't see those reviews. You can still leave them though, please do. But just tag me in an Instagram story. Make sure that you tag me and then just put, you know, a picture of of the podcast or the podcast page or something and then I'll enter you um, in the draw as well. All right. But the winner for this past week is Jackie. Um, I'm just going to read you her review because it was so very kind. Um, and just an example of, of how simple and easy it is to just leave a real honest review and you don't even need to go as far as Jackie. She wrote me something so sweet, but I want you guys to know that I check these reviews. I love these reviews. They really make me feel good and they remind me why I'm doing these podcasts. So please enter the review contest this week and I'll be announcing another winner on Monday and getting the winner a prize, um, whether it's some Live Rich swag or something from Amazon like a book, depending on how Amazon's working. I've heard that it's only focusing on like priority items, but, um, that's, that doesn't matter. So Jackie, congratulations. Thank you for this amazing review. She wrote, Allie is so real and authentic. I've listened to every episode and I look forward to every new episode. She is amazing to listen to and I always learn something new and I'm reminded of where I need to be in life. Keep going, Allie. Thank you, Jackie. I will keep going for people like you who find so much value and appreciate that. And, you know, sometimes being a podcast host and being being me, I mean, being the person who is giving the value all the time, you start to forget about how many people you're really impacting. And I think that just does boil down to... Um, things like imposter syndrome, feeling like, who am I to share this value? Who am I to help people? What do I know? Because we all feel that no matter what stage we're at. Fuck, I'm sure Oprah feels that, right? Um, And then there's also those underlying beliefs that can come from many different things. And I know that kind of haunt me of of not enoughness. I'm not enough. I'm not, you know, I'm not enough to do this or be this or I'm not enough for my podcast to have this many downloads when it's like, fuck that shit. My, yeah, I am. We are enough. We're enough. We're, we are enough as we allow ourselves to be. So you literally have to just every like the first step is awareness, being aware of when you have those feelings and when it comes up, whether it's imposter syndrome, not enoughness or or many one of the many, many other things or limiting beliefs that we have. And you need to just be aware of it. Notice the thought and then move out of it and don't stay focused on that because you know what? I am enough because when I read reviews like the one from Jackie, I realize that I am enough. If I'm enough to give someone like Jackie value and she's listened to all 51 episodes and she will continue to be um, a listener and a supporter and continue to get value then it is my responsibility to continue to show up no matter what and you know sometimes there's been times where 
my podcast hasn't always been put on as a priority because there's been other things in my life and that's okay you guys can always trust I'm coming back to you and we're about to blow this shit up I'm ready to focus on a poor girl's guide for a rich life as a full priority and this year 2020 so far um has been has been nuts like we I knew going into 2020 that it was going to be a big year. There's a lot of big projects I want to do, and I wanted to be more laser-focused on certain things, which I've definitely done. Not only have we launched an educational platform in 2020, right right before this huge um, economic transition, I don't like to say crash or whatever, I like to say transition because it is a transition. What's happening in the economy right now all, has happened many, many times before. This is history. This is this is literally going to happen no matter what, whether it was the coronavirus or something else. This was bound to happen. Um, it doesn't mean that it's not scary. Um, it's definitely scary. And I remember in the last economy downturn, I lost my job. I got laid off from my oil field job as administrative assistant. It was like the only job and career that I knew, and I loved it so much. I got it straight out of high school. I was administrative assistant for Shell Canada. I made a salary of 60 grand a year. I had weekends off. I had full benefits. I had a great relationship with my boss, most of my coworkers. Um, and I really <laughs> had a pretty easy easy role but when the economy took a dip just like this I lost my job and it was devastating it was one of the darkest times of my life because it was I was totally blindsided by it there were some other details with it involved that were really emotionally hard on me um that I won't get into in this episode that is another topic for maybe another episode or maybe my book which I plan to write here in 2020 um it's weird how emotional I just felt when I started thinking about it because it was it was seriously a really hard time in my life and it's pretty fucked up when I think about a lot of the stuff that I went through when I was really young and working in the oil field um in regards to being a woman in that field Oh boy, I could sit and tell you campfire stories for days, but that's not what this episode is for you guys, but I was just touching on the fact that I know how hard it is. And when I got laid off from Shell Canada and I had a mortgage to pay and there was zero jobs that were going to pay me 60 grand a year, there was zero. So I ended up getting through someone that I knew in Edson, my hometown, a job as an administrative assistant at an instrumentation tech company. Company, which was a, it was a pretty chill job as well like I got, I would do what I had to do and then I'd be able to get out of there for the day but they only paid me 30 grand a year so I literally was making half as much money every month as I had been before and it was hard it was dark you guys first of all when I got laid off or fired um even though they let me go with a month's pay a severance I guess because I was on a salary paid employee um it was such a struggle I remember how I felt I, I remember it like it was yesterday waking up every morning with so much anxiety and a huge pit in my stomach and just oh I was smoking cigarettes back then and I was so stressed and I was losing weight and I would cry all day and I would sit down and I would apply for every single job that I could on online and I would get the newspaper every time there was a new newspaper I'd apply for jobs I'd go around I'd email people that I knew I'd reach out I was non-stop I was so stressed so even though I had a whole month's paid 
it did not feel like a vacation. It was not sweet. I was stressed to the max. I got my job at the instrumentation company making half as much money. And then so I also had to get a job um, at a bar. So I worked at the Galloway in Etson. If any of you have ever been the Galloway, it's attached to the Best Western. It was used to be like the hot spot I used to go to when I was a kid. Or not a kid. When I was younger, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 and more um you know it was a hot spot and I loved it there so I used to work there Friday Saturday night so I'd work Monday to Friday and then I'd work all day Friday and then I would go home get changed eat dinner and then I would go to work at the bar I'd be down there at like three thirty, four in the morning um go home sleep sleep in get up do it again on Saturday get off at like three thirty, four in the morning I'd be home you know count my tip money and then have Sunday to rest and then back to work Monday and I'd repeat that cycle and that went on for a few months, um, and it was really hard. I, like I said, it was one of the darker times of my life for a lot of reasons. But it was, it was, it was hard, guys. So the reason I shared that story with you is because I, I know what it's like, and it's so stressful. And I just know that so many people are going through that right now. And so, if anything, even though I feel okay and I'm fine to quarantine, I'm used to working at home. I have a lot of things and businesses to keep me really busy. I'm used to this whole online life. I'm used to doing Zoom calls. I'm used to it, right? I'm used to being this hermit. But when I think about how many people are going through what I was going through when I got laid off from Shell and I wasn't who I am now, I didn't have the skills in my back pocket to persevere out of really hard situations like that. I didn't have the knowledge. I was so emotionally torn. I could not stop crying. My anxiety would not go away. I lost an unhealthy amount of weight. I was chain smoking cigarettes. I was drinking coffee like crazy, you guys. That's what I used to do when I would get really stressed. Um... And it's just this unhealthy version of me. I just kept feeding, feeding the demon, if you might say, like the, the, the unhealthy things in me. I used to just feed them because if you're really anxious and stressed, more coffee does not help anxiety. Smoking cigarettes does not help anxiety. It, it would help for the time that I was smoking the cigarette. But as soon as that cigarette was done, the anxiety would bubble back up. So I was doing everything wrong and I see that now being the person that I am today having gone through everything that I've gone through in regards to personal development self-growth growth self-awareness and just becoming an awakened being more awake than I've ever been in my life and just conscious of, of so much more than I was back then and I know that there's a lot of people feeling exactly how I felt um back in whenever I got laid off from Shell maybe 2000 four five or somewhere in there you guys and it was scary dark times I remember and I my heart goes out to everyone right now who is is like that like who's going through what I went through when this all happened for me it makes me so emotional that is what is so sad I seen some stat um about how in the last economic a transition in the states there was a million people unemployed and already in the states there's three million people from this so this is scary you guys and I I don't want to do this podcast to scare you I just want you to open your eyes and I want people to understand because what I've kind of been seeing is that 
this isn't something that's just going to be all fixed as soon as they lift this whole self-quarantine and social distancing, you know, rule or recommendation or whatever you want to call it. This isn't all just going to go away. It's going to take months and months for things to go back normal the way that they were. This is going to take months if not years, to bounce back. And to be totally honest with you, it's not going to ever be the exact same as it was. A lot of businesses are going to be closing their doors because of this forever. A lot of people are going to lose a lot. It actually makes me so emotional to think about what everybody, not everybody, but what a lot of people are going through and experiencing and what they will experience because of the bounce back time that this is going to take. When they lift the the recommendations of self-quarantining and all this is, you know, we're moving forward and up and out of this, it's not going to just be all back to normal. And it's, you know, you know, we can't focus too much on the past or on, on the present or what could be because that just causes anxiety and we don't want that. We want to be present in the moment right now. That's all we can really do. And what are you doing in this present moment right now to you know, help yourself and help the ones that you love, not only when this is, you know, as we're going through this, but then as we're coming out of it and then moving on from there, because this will happen again, there will be another transition of the economy in the future. How are you preparing yourself for that? Because right now, what I see the most of is like this trending theme of how people are just bored in quarantine. You know, there's a lot of memes out there about like people coming out like their quarantine bodies and they're like gained all this weight. Um, you know, there's lots of leads and or memes and posts about people drinking wine early and eating all the snacks and being so bored. And I get it. It's funny, right? And it, it you get engulfed in it. Even I have. You get sucked into, you know, I love doing the funny TikToks on TikTok about being bored. I did a funny one where it's like, I'm bored in the house and I'm motherfucking bored. And it goes on and he, if you haven't checked me out on TikTok, do it. It's just Allie Mae Ward. I love doing them. It's been fun. It's a great time killer for sure. Um, but you guys, when you see that kind of stuff from me, don't just assume that I'm actually bored because I'm not actually bored. I am like, I'm not bored. I've been saying I'm bored through TikToks and things like that because it's trending and it's because people it's what people are engaging with. Literally, that's what social media is to me. It's like literally just a science. I'm not, it's like I see what people are liking and I see what's going viral and why it's going viral. And then I, I do that trend. And that's how people who go viral and stuff, that's how they go viral is they just post what's trending. It's not posting what you want and expecting everybody to engage with it and it to go viral. Yeah, sometimes that happens, but more than likely you're going to go viral with something that's already trending, something that people are eating up, which is COVID-19, which is coronavirus. It's all over the news. It's all over social media. It's all over the memes. It is all the conversation. So it's like, it's very obvious that anything to do with coronavirus, whether it be a meme or a TikTok or a news article, anything that you share like that or that you speak on, even me doing podcasts around the topic are going to get way more views because that is what's trending right now. That is what everybody is speaking about. So you need to give the people what they want when it comes to social media and engagement. That's all it is, right? So I see that. So yeah, doing the funny, I'm bored TikTok stuff or, or sharing the memes, those are all funny and stuff. But but 
But do know that I am not bored. I Nothing really has changed for me. If anything, I'm working harder because I have this underlying awareness of how hard this would be if I was back in my old version of myself and just getting laid off because I already know what that was like. And that's why my heart is going out to so many people right now who are actually experiencing that. And maybe it's the second time that they've experienced it because they've gone through this already. That sucks. What are you doing now to get yourself prepared for how long this could take? And then the, like, the bounce back, it's going to take a lot of time for a lot of people to come out of this, um, you know, and get back to where they were when we went into it. And there's so many things about how so, so many of us were like, 2020 is my year, 2020 is going to be my year. And, and, you know, and Garrett and I, for sure, were saying that. I was saying that 2020 is going to be a huge year. And then you see a lot of people like, wow, is it 2021 yet? Okay, let's just skip 2020. Um, Actually, I'd like to return 2020 and go back to 2019. I know you guys have all seen these types of things out there on social media. But what if you try and look at it from a different perspective? (laughs) What if this is simply that everything that you thought you needed to have to have 2020 be your year, and I'm doing that in quotations, your year, whatever you needed in 2020 to make it your year, whether it was going to Coachella and going on a trip to Europe and, you know, all these things that you were going to do and now they're canceled. Well, maybe those weren't what you needed to make 2020 be your year, be your big year, right? Like maybe 2020 is giving you a different kind of gift, which is a gift of this time for you to focus more on the things that can help you grow as a human, get you set up so you're not um, struggling through something like this if it, and when it happens again in the future. It's giving you that huge window of opportunity. And, you know, I found it all very ironic because when people are working, and, and I can talk about this. I know I'm a full-time entrepreneur now, and I, and I do this work-from-home thing. And so that's why I'm not bored. It's like I'm always working from home. This is what I've been doing for, for years. I quit my job in May 2017, and we're going into May 2020 here in a month or so. So that's, fuck, three years I've been job-free, okay? So that's crazy. And, and I've been totally fine boredom wise through this quarantine I still feel like I have more on my plate than I have enough time to do right but I do see what other people are posting and and feeding out there so I kind of see it all um and I just find it ironic because when people are working all they want all they're complaining about is that they don't have enough time I don't want to go to work I don't want to get up early I have no time I hate my job I hate my boss whatever people are always complaining about their jobs they're always complaining about having to go to work all right so then they don't want to go to work and then boom some something happens aka COVID-19 happens and people don't have to go to work they're literally not allowed to go to work and then what are they doing they're complaining about being bored because they can't go to work. And it's like, when, like, what, where, wait a minute, let me just rewind. Okay, so people are going to work, working full time. They feel like they never have time. They don't like it. They don't like their jobs. They just wish they could stay home. Fast forward, they get to stay home. They're not allowed to go to work, but they're still complaining because now they're bored at home. And it's just like, okay, so honestly when are these people going to be satisfied 
You think that they would be satisfied if they didn't have to go to work, they still got paid, they didn't have to stay home, they could go out and do whatever they wanted? No, they would still be complaining about something. That's because true happiness and joy is not found in the outside sources like it's if you're working or not, or if you have to go to a job or not, or if you get to stay home with your kids or not. That is not where happiness is found because it is all within you. You have to do the inside work so you can find joy in whatever it is you're doing, whether it's you working at a 7-Eleven for minimum wage or you being a badass CEO of a multi-billion dollar company, the same person can have either of those jobs and feel zero joy and be complaining about life like 100%. Or that same person can do the inner work and they can be just as happy working for minimum wage at 7-Eleven as they can be a CEO of a multi-billion dollar company. For real, I know it sounds crazy, and, and but, but it's true, you guys. It all stems from within. So if you're one of the people who is bored at home and you don't like being at home and you don't like facing reality or having to be with yourself because that is what people are so afraid of. Let's be real here. And just FYI, this podcast is going off on a whole different topic than I had planned, but fuck, fuck planning. I never like to plan anyways, and the times that I do plan, it never really works out in regards to this podcast anyways. So this is what I like to do is just going off how it flows out of me and you guys this is what's flowing out of me if you're sitting at home and you're bored if you always feel this feeling of unsatisfied like you're always unsatisfied or you're always anxious it's because you don't know how to just sit and be with yourself and work on the inner part of you you need to have the inner awakening inside of you and realize that this is such a gift for you to have time to be with yourself and what are people doing with it What are people doing with it? They're consuming the news and stuff on social media that is filling their heads with lies, with drama, with fear. You guys, they're doing all the wrong things. They're numbing out. They're eating more food, all right? They're numbing out with TV, with movies, with Netflix boredom. I seen a meme the other day that was like, I finished Netflix, what's next? Like, no... No, this isn't about just having more time to Netflix and chill because they're still unhappy when they're Netflix and chilling, even though that's all they wanted before when they had to go to work and they couldn't Netflix and chill all day. Now they have it and now they're unhappy with it because they haven't done the inner work. If you're sitting at home and you're bored, it's because you don't know how to just be with yourself and take those moments. Guys, fuck, if I... If I could just be bored, Garrett and I were on a walk, a dog walk just yesterday um, or the day before, I can't remember, and we were talking about when the last time was that we actually felt bored, Um, and I, I can remember years ago when I worked for Shell, and I would have my weekends off, and so you'd work Monday to Friday, and then I'd have my weekends off. And then, you know, if I didn't have plans on the weekend, I would be bored. I would be bored. I would lay on my couch and I'd watch TV all day and I'd scroll on social media and I would just feel bored. And I honestly have not felt bored for years. And I say that honestly. And Garrett said the same thing because, because I just know too much now. I have, I have this inner an outer awakening that's happened in the last few years through personal growth and development and discovering myself and, and self-awareness and, and all those things um, that I, like, I can't be bored. 
I, I give myself the space to relax if I feel like I need it. Like on Saturday, I had this really productive day plan. And when Saturday came, I just, I didn't feel like doing stuff. So I, I, I Netflix and chilled a lot and I watched all of Tiger King and I liked it. And I just gave myself that space wholeheartedly knowing that Sunday is going to be back into grind, moving into Monday and, and on and so forth. And you know what? I really liked taking Saturday as a lazy day because then Sunday felt like Monday, but then it was only Sunday. So I could have like a relaxed, productive Sunday and then hit Monday hard going into it. So that was just excuse me, a side note, but, um, but you know what I mean, you guys, like if people are bored, it's because they don't know how to sit with themselves. It's because they're, they're not taking this opportunity to discover themselves, to find inner awareness, to do personal growth, personal development, to sit with themselves, to meditate, to, to do all these things. Like nobody is doing that. They're all just so focused on how bored they are and how they want to complain and how they want to be negative and how they aren't satisfied with life in the present moment. Because how can you be satisfied in the present moment if you're never being present? You're never being present if you're always watching the news or watching TV or you're always focused on negativity or you're always focused on the past or you're always focused on the present. You have to be or on the future, sorry, you have to be present in the present moment to be present right now. And and that is being with whatever feelings that you feel. (coughs) Excuse me, but that was a little bit of a rant. But you guys, I hope you see what you mean. Because this thing, this trending theme that I see right now is that, that people, they're bored. Um, they're talking about how they're going to come out of quarantine with extra pounds. They're drinking a lot, you know, they're spending time, doing those types of things, consuming, watching all of the Netflix, all the things and all that is fine and good. But if you have five days a week to plan, then you definitely should not be filling all, or I mean, sorry, if you have seven days a week, you should definitely not be filling all seven days with those types of things. I know why you're bored because you're fucking watching Netflix and scrolling social media and reading the same shit over and over and watching the news and consuming the same negative content over and over and over. That is boring. I have not been bored for years because I don't do that. I consume books. I consume podcasts. I do journaling. All right. I'm working on myself. I, I research things that I'm passionate about. I start businesses, I do a podcast, you know, I'm always open to new things, I'm always learning, doing training, I'm never really bored, I desire to be bored, okay, even just for a day, and even when I gave myself the space to relax on Saturday, I wasn't bored, I was relaxed and I allowed myself to be that way so if you're feeling bored if you're feeling anxious it's because you're not serving the the very higher purpose that you're here on this earth to serve if you out of the fucking billions billions and billions and billions of sperm were the one that came out as a human You are here for something much bigger, a much higher purpose than to be bored during a quarantine because of COVID at your house consuming Netflix and garbage on the TV. You're here for a bigger purpose. Don't waste your time. Find your motivation. All right, you need to. Otherwise, this time is going to be over before you know it. And you're going to be like, you know what you're going to be doing then? Or whoever, I don't know if you're the one complaining, but 
if you are, if you're the one feeling bored or complaining that you're bored, when this is all over, what are you going to complain about then? You're like, fuck, I should have done more with all that time I had off. Oh, I had all that free time and now I don't have it. And I, and now I'm overwhelmed again with all this stuff and all this work and my job and blah, blah, blah. You guys have to take this seriously. If you had some time to chill for a week or whatever, great, but don't keep doing that week after week after week. It's time to do things now that will prevent you from, I don't know, tragedy. Scary stuff can happen through times like this, and I just really wanted to touch on that, and I got really passionate about that, but because of what I'm seeing out there, and I just, you know, it's scary to me to see so many people not taking advantage and not creating opportunity out of this because that's what this is and that's what true entrepreneurs do though this is the time for true entrepreneurs and anyone who said they've been an, they are an entrepreneur to really shine because entrepreneurs they find opportunity and entrepreneurs they seek solutions they find opportunity they seek solutions they do not sit and be bored they don't sit and complain they find solutions and they find opportunity and there is a lot of opportunity right now a lot of it okay and you have to be in the right mindset to find it and there is a lot of solutions to problems that people have and when people have problems it gives an entrepreneur an opportunity to provide a solution and create a business from it you see what I mean so this isn't the time to get out of your routine It's time to get more into your routine. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back, okay? This isn't the time to get out of your routine. It's time to get more into it. More reading, more personal development, more learning, more connecting, more outside with the kids, with the dogs, more running, more working out if you can. Like Whatever it is you need to do more of, do more of it. Fuel your mind, fuel your body, learn You can come out on the other end of this such a stronger person and on top, but there's only a select amount of people who will. Everyone else is going to suffer because of this if they're not already. And I only say that, I don't say that without sympathy or empathy. I am such an empathetic person and my heart goes out to those people because those people are people that are in my own family, you guys. My own mom, my dad, like brothers, like siblings, I have, they are going to be really hurt by this. And it hurts me to think about even right now. And I just, I can't focus on those types of things because they make me feel really sad and they make me feel really scared and fearful. All I can do to help them is make more of myself, make more money, make better decisions, show up more so that I have the resources and stuff to help them if it comes down to it, that's all I can do. And I know that in the next, you know, six months, I'm not going to be able to do enough to be able to help my mom and my dad as much as I, I strive to. But I know I can do enough now and over the next years to come to set myself up so that if this happens again, not if, when this happens again, I am fucking... I am fine. I am more than fine. And everyone in my family is fine too. And so many other people. So I just wanted to lay things out in a different perspective for you 
Don't feed into the fear. Don't feed into the boredom. Don't feed into what's trending on social media and think that it's okay for you too. Feed your higher purpose. Feed your higher purpose. Give it what it wants. And what it wants is not to binge Netflix day after day. And what it wants is not to watch the news and eat that fear every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Let it fuel you. Learn and grow from this and come out stronger so you can help the people that you love. It's our responsibility to help the people who need help. And we can't do that by being bored. Thanks for listening to episode number 52 of A Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life, you guys. I totally went off on a rant on it. I did not expect that, but that is okay. I, I love that. I love when that happens. I love when I feel connected and I honestly just let it flow out of me. That's how it should be and that's how I love to do my podcast. So I really hope you found value from this. Um, again, a reminder, go get in the review contest so I can send you, so I can bring you something good in your life. I want to I wanna do something kind and, and so that's why I'm excited to do it every single week and send somebody a gift, a prize if they win. So make sure you go leave a review on Apple Podcasts or tag me on your Instagram story listening to the podcast or do both. If you do both, then you get two entries into the review contest. Um, and yeah, I'll talk to you guys on episode number 53 of A Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life. Take care, stay safe. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you got some value or actionable takeaways, I would love if you took a screenshot and tagged me in your Instagram story. That's where I hang out the most. And it's always so motivating to see that you're getting inspiration, motivation, or just the message that you needed from my podcast. I'm going to keep showing up and bringing my best self to these episodes because helping others is important to me. I believe that we can help ourselves by helping others. If you're enjoying this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left me a review on iTunes to help me get this out into the big, beautiful world and for other ears that might want to hear it. Thank you so much for your support, and I'll see you on the next episode.